Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton. Abe, you know, I've known you for at least seven years now, but you know, there's a lot I don't know about you. For instance, let's flash back to your childhood. Lay down on the couch, please, my friend. Tell me about your mother. (laughs) Did you play baseball as a kid? I did. I played baseball at Little League, and then I played for a year in high school. Listen, here, here's the thing. Understanding a little bit more about me that, you know, I did spent my high school years um, in Hawaii. Well, most of my growing years in Hawaii. And the particular high school that I went to was 75% Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were some Polynesians as well. And, and me, the white howly boy, I was tall. <laughs> and so any sport that our high school had where you needed a tall person, I They're was like, a hey, shoe in. So that's why Abe played first base on baseball. He played goalie on soccer. He played center in basketball. All the tall things was my job. And so I was good enough to play and understand, but I wasn't great at any of them. But I enjoy playing all sports, in particularly baseball, because you know why? With ADHD... Yes. When when you're playing baseball, it can be the slowest game in the world, but first base tends to get as much action as anyone else out there besides the pitcher and the catcher. I started out playing baseball. I was the only girl on the team, and then I was old enough for softball and never wanted to stop. And we do have some normalcy back in the sports world. Well, sort of. I mean, Major League Baseball is happening without any fans in the stadium through September, we hope. I say we hope because some teams have had players contract the virus and have had to bow out so it's going to be day by day either way we're enjoying some normalcy while we can i'm an atlanta braves fan who do you pull for these days abe you know back when i was a kid i was an atlanta braves fan back in the old del murphy days whoa that takes it back way way before you can even remember no I i had his baseball cards yes well there you go so i was i was a big del murphy fan and now in our office of course we've got eric my right hand man and he is about the world's biggest yankees fan yo and so some of that bleeds over into the office <laughs> politics and, and conversations. So I'd like to say that I have one particular team that I that I shoot for. So basically, I just wait to find out who's winning. Okay, you're one of the. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk and then about, I start betting big money. Let's talk about that winning just a little bit, because I have a question for our listeners. Would you rather have $5.9 million today or $1.2 million every year for 25 years straight? And follow me here because it does relate to baseball. Because when the New York Mets made that offer to Bobby Bonilla, he chose the 25 years. Former Mets GM Steve Phillips tells MSN Sports. Bobby Bonilla, we were going to release him. And instead of paying him the $5.9 million, ownership said, I wonder if we can defer it. The idea was, hey, Steve, go to the accounting department and see that if we pay out a certain level of interest, what we'd make off of Bonilla's money, if the market did this or did that or bottomed out, you know, what would it take? How would it play out? It was an investment vehicle for the team that they'd make money on his money and he'd still get the benefit of it. Long story short, the Mets lost their money in the Bernie Madoff scandal, but Bobby Bonilla still receiving a million dollar check every July, 10 of them so far, 15 more to come during his life. Now, Abe, I've got to imagine there's a certain peace of mind that comes from knowing you can count on receiving some guaranteed income year after year. Absolutely. And, and you know, at the very crux of that, for Bobby, it is this idea of transferring risk, mm. right? He transferred the longevity and the risk of where the income was over to the team, mm-hmm. right? Over to the management. And so even though the underlying investment didn't perform well, they didn't made off very well. <laughs> made off. That, ah, I got that. <laughs> there you go. The point is, is because he was able to transfer that risk onto someone else and still maintain that income, he's looking like the smartest guy in the room right now. Right. 
But here's the question, though, Abe. We're not Bobby Bonilla. We don't have this management team working out these deals for us. We're regular people. We're the middle class. But we need income and we stop working as well. But we're not Major League Baseball players, though. Yeah, but it's something we still do every day. Every single person listening to this show is transferring risk in one form or another. Hmm. They do it the second they pay their car insurance, right? Or their homeowner's insurance or a life insurance or even a health insurance premium that's coming out of your paycheck a little bit. You're transferring risk from having to cover 100% of something on your own to, in this case, an insurance company, right? It's not, we're not talking about a baseball team management here, but we're talking about an insurance company where we transfer risk, and in exchange for the transfer, we have to pay a premium, and then we become part of a large pool, so if something happens catastrophically to our health, to our car, to our home, uh, whatever it is, we've transferred that risk and we have help to, to come in the case of those worst case scenarios. People forget that there are absolutely ways to do that with your investment money, with your income money. We have, in fact, in our office, it is one of our key functions is to show people how to transfer the risk of running out of income onto someone else. And it's not a dollar for dollar exchange. You don't have to give up $100 to get the $100 of income for life. It's, it is the same principle using large groups of large numbers. In fact, every person out there who's receiving a pension has been a part of transferring risk or longevity risk for income. So it is very, very possible. But as soon as we start talking about our investment money or our retirement dollars, like, no, that's, I don't, I don't, I'm not the kind of person that wants to transfer risk. Right. I'm like, but aren't you, aren't you that kind of person who's paying your car insurance premium? <laughs> you know, that, that's, that, those are the questions we want to ask people because when it comes to a sound retirement plan, including income that you cannot outlive, you have to keep everything on the table. Let's see what all of the options are. And then some, as we propose plans or as we look at what's out there, it just may not make sense for you. While other things that you may not even have thought of might be one of the uh, cornerstones to your individual sound retirement and income plan. Find out more about those options, Abe and his entire team, by visiting ashtonwealth.com. But Abe, thinking about that and all these different possibilities in life and making sure we have income. It's especially concerning for folks right now when you're looking at the headlines and worried about what's happening with Wall Street. I mean, we've got an election coming up and things like that. According to the AP, the Census Bureau says the good news is our economy is slowly picking up in some areas. Unfortunately, not as much as they had hoped, though. Spending at bars and restaurants jumped 20 percent, but it's still down 26 percent from a year ago. Sales at Clothiers more than doubled from May to June, yet are still down 23% from a year ago. A J.C. Morgan Chase analysis of credit card sales shows the recovery in retail sales began to stall as COVID-19 cases surged. Shortly after that, the Bureau of Economic Analysis says the U.S. economy contracted almost 33% between April and June, its worst drop on record. Now, to me, Abe, this is just people pointing in two different directions, and it sounds like the national economy might be taking one step forward, maybe two steps back, and I know we can't control that, but we do need to make sure that our personal economy is moving in the right direction despite these wavering headlines. 
Yeah, and that's really the key. So I like your analogy of taking, you know, one step forward, two steps back because I took that from you and you know that. Uh, well, okay. So <laughs> it's so concerning what, another it's, conversation it's, that was personal. Is just, your job is just teeing me up, all right? Your job is just teeing me up. But in the case of your personal economy and your own finances, what we're striving for for anyone over the age of 50 years old is no steps back. Mm. All right. And at the very most, one one inch back. We, we want to limit exposure to volatility in every possible way because we simply don't know how many years it will take to get back. And, and we're talking right now about how many years will it take for the economy to recover fully. Mm-hmm. And looking at it from a month-to-month basis, we're going to continue to see that. We're going to see that we are taking steps forward, steps backwards. And in some months, it's going to be way more back. and others, it'll be way more forward. That will happen. Meanwhile, we've got people who are no longer working. Mm-hmm. We've got people who don't have a job and don't have wages and who have got everything they've saved for to live on through their entire life right there wondering, holy smokes, am I going to completely have to change my spending habits? Yep. Is this money going to last any longer than five years from now or 10 years from now? And what, is, and what does that look like? And so what we try to do and, and what our goals are is we say, okay, listen, you're going to take steps forward. But let's have less steps forward or even smaller steps forward. But in exchange for that, we'll have no steps back. Hmm, okay. You see what I'm saying? So we're going we're gonna to continue our forward progress or our forward progress only, even though it might be at a more conservative return, in order to have no steps back. And as corny as it sounds, that slow and steady, the tortoise versus the hare, when you're in <laughs> retirement, uh, that tortoise is kind of smiling the whole way, saying, I don't need all the growth, I need all of the safety and security. Okay. And that's what we have to offer. And that's why Abe founded Ashton & Associates many years ago, is to make sure that you are informed about your options so that you can make the best decisions regarding your financial life. That's what you can control. And I think that that's what I take a little piece in, Abe. We were talking about this before today's show. In this day and age, everybody's dealing with so much on many different levels. Controlling what you can control and focusing on the positive is good. But you have to do both of those things. You can't just focus on the good days on Wall Street. You have to take some action. Connect anytime at AshtonWealth.com. Now, Abe, what are you hearing from people lately when they call and have questions about what's happening with retirement, whether they're current clients or maybe just seeking some advice? I'm hearing people who are down, honestly. I'm, I'm hearing that. people who are who are just kind of at their wits and they are right now probably as suspicious and as untrusting as many have ever been in their I mean, have you life. watched the news? You don't know it's, who to believe about right, what? You, and that's the hard part is you've got on one side, you've got the news that has got plenty of fake news mm-hmm. mingled with some real accurate news. So so that makes it even more confusing. It'd be easy to say it's all crap and it's all lies, but <laughs> it's right. not. There is real truth out there uh, and, there yeah. is some, and there is some good, honest reporting out there, but there's also a, a healthy, healthy amount of fake news. It is fake news is a real thing. And so that makes it very difficult. And then people not being able to get out or see their family, see their friends as much, makes it hard that way. And then all of a sudden you've got private enterprise. You've got private corporations that are saying, hey, we're saying that this is false, so we're going to delete this tweet, or we're going to delete this Facebook post, or we're going to delete this Instagram post. And really, they're then controlling where so many people are getting their information and determining what is true or what is inaccurate and what is not. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, this happened just recently with some doctors in front of the White House where mm-hmm. there was some information tweeted out or it was on Instagram and, and social media, the smarter people, or what we should say is the very rich people. <laughs> 
who control a lot of dollars say, uh-huh. nope, that's not information we want out there. Right. And so even though they're not doctors, they're saying, hey, the information the doctors are putting out, we disagree with, but they're not doctors who are reviewing it, right? right. And so, so this kind of suspicion, this type of isolation that people are feeling- Oh, preach um, on that, is, yes. Is causing people to just be sad. To have that, I've got too many people walking around with their with their chins down, and we still have so much to be grateful for. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton & Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.